Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Under the command of General Eisenhower, Allied naval forces, supported by strong air forces, began landing Allied armies this morning on the northern coast of France. This ends the reading of communique number one from Supreme Headquarters, Allied Expeditionary Force. Ladies and gentlemen, this is New York, NBC Newsroom again. Men and women of the United States, this is a momentous hour in world history. This is the invasion of Hitler's Europe, the zero hour of the Second Front. The men of General Dwight Eisenhower are leaving their landing barges, fighting their way up the beaches into the fortress of Nazi Europe. They are moving in from the sea to attack the enemy under a mammoth cloud of fighter planes, under a ceiling of screaming shells from Allied warships. The first news flashes do not say, but a large proportion of this assault is believed to be in the hands of American men. They are making the attack side by side with the British Tommies, who were bombed and blasted out of Europe at Dunkirk. Now, at this hour, they are bombing and blasting their way back again. This is the European front, once again being established in fire and blood, not only by the Americans and British, but by many allies in the fight against Axis aggression. Fighters, that of course, the actual radio bulletin 79 years ago today, D Day, June 6th, 1944, being told on social media, Instagram, at Rosenberg.Sydney, at Rosenberg.Sydney, that I gave out the wrong number, which I did, not even close, the amount of casualties that day. We lost about 4,400 men, not uh, six figures. So uh, thank you to the listeners for listening so carefully. We lost uh, 4,414 men on that day, 79 years ago today. And uh, Curtis Sliwa, who does a tremendous job on this station, noon to one every weekday or weekend long, but his best work may very well be 7.05 every weekday morning right here. But Curtis Sliwa, who has spent his life protecting New Yorkers, he made those two words, citizens arrest, Part of the vernacular. He wasn't even born when uh, when D-Day happened. But uh, you seem very, very moved by the tribute so far today, Curtis. Is that true? No doubt, except if you happen to be in the U.K. on this day, 
which I was one year organizing Guardian Angels in London. I'm listening to the BBC. On on June 6th? Yes. I say, General Montgomery led the troops up to the shores of Normandy. I say, what about the Americans? What about Eisenhower? And then they mention the Allies. Never mentioning the United States. Never. No. And never oh, mentioned it, Dwight Eisenhower? Of course not. It's all about Montgomery and the Brits. Yes. Wow. Yes, and the little dinghies that went to Dunkirk to bring the Brits back to the uh, to the motherland so that they could launch their attack against those dreaded Nazis. Are you going to be mad at me? You know, my daughter goes to college in Wales again, two-hour train ride from London, and my son... He uh, suffers from dyspraxia, and the largest institution dealing with dyspraxia on a daily basis happens to be in London. So we have uh, flirted with, if not even further than that, the idea, Danielle and I, of moving to London. So will you be mad when I leave and move to London, or knowing full well the station would be in serious jeopardy? You'd be happy because you would get this slot. Damn right. (laughs) Move now. We'll get you a slot on the BBC. You know, occasionally I'll interview you as a guest. Yes. I'll call you Limey Blimey. How's it going over there, Sid? Right? You enjoying? Oh, you enjoying? Oh, it's a fog. Oh, it's, it's chilly right into the marrow of your mouth. You'll learn to hate it when it's spritzing on you every day when it rains. Uh, you know, I may learn to hate it, but I can almost guarantee you this. I don't think that when, not if, when Danielle and I moved to London, I don't think the mayor is ever going to ask us, to take migrants home forever. Why not? Why not? You got that that beautiful house in Bell Harbor you're ready to move back into, right? You have plenty of space. And right on down the block, there's your friend Anthony Caron, right? I knew you were going to do this. He raised millions of dollars to elect this guy who's out of his mind. Hey, is Anthony going to take him in? Or what about his former chief of staff who's holding a fundraiser? You talk about chutzpah, huevos, culions. On June 16th, I'm going on Broadway, yeah, I'm going. New York, New York. Yes, they're shaking down donors. No, no shaking. Yes, so they they're are. They're gonna have live music. It's yeah, gonna be a yeah, show. Yeah. It's basically. I'm hey, gonna be there. Hey, you want to house illegal aliens? Here's the <laughs> price. You yeah. got empty property. Come on, come on, all. Uh, it, they're getting wine dined and pocket line. What is wrong with you? Do you know Frank Caroni's got that great spot right in Mill Basin, right on the water with the deck? Used to be next to, what is that, uh, Vinny Gaspipe Queso's garish house that used to be there. How do you know that? Uh, hey, man, I'm in Canarsie. I'm on the other side of Very the patio basin. Very good. Let me tell you something. And not only that, how can you live in two places at the same time? He just bought a co-op for $2 million at 45 Sutton Place. Hey, with three bedrooms, two bathrooms. He's allowed. Frank he's Cor- successful. Hey, he's got to give up one of them. Why? It can't just be do as I say, not as I do. We need people setting an example. He doesn't work in government anymore. Doesn't matter. Let he, him do what he he's wants. He's shaking down contributors he's not for the re-election of anybody. Eric Adams. Yeah, you really think Let he me was- ask you something. When you start to run for mayor again, which yeah. you're going to do, you're going to do. Yeah. You're not going to start shaking down, folks. For cash? What are they going to get? A belly button lid? What? I don't know. Maybe you give them a did, red beret. I did, don't know. Did any, did any of the whales give me any money the last time? The answer is no, right? The Achilles gave Okay, me. but the truth is, while you did a tremendous job in destroying Fernando Mateo, you got your ass kicked for mayor. So I wouldn't do yeah, this. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't do. It? Hold on. So I wouldn't do the same exact thing I did last time. So maybe you do uh, need some whale let me money ask this you a question. Time. Let me yeah. ask you a question, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go out there and... And when you go back to the Rockaways, 
Ask him, hey, you want to re-elect this guy, Eric no, they, Adams, swagger man with no plan? My neighborhood loves you because my neighborhood are well, real Americans. Excuse me, at the Christmas party, I wasn't invited. And who got invited? Eric Adams. And they're going to hold a party for you for your return like the Mashiach crossing Jamaica what, Bay. Wait, You're going to walk across it? Jamaica <laughs> Bay. Are they going to invite me? Of course not. They don't want to offend Eric Adams, Frank Corona, and Anthony Corona. You, when you say the Christmas party, yes. are you talking talking about my dear friend, defense attorney, Joe Murray's. Oh, Joe it's Murray. A, it's a charity. He represents people, yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah. that don't exactly love him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Meantime, I know that he represents people. He represented a guy who shot me no, five that's times not true. with no. hollow point bullets. <laughs> hey, you represented Michael Leonardi, who's out of federal jail now. Why don't you go tell him to take target practice at Rodman's name? Maybe he'll get a second bite at the apple. You know, the my therapist... And I've gone to many 12-step meetings. I'm not embarrassed to say it. Yes. About shrinks. Yes. All of you. They will tell you that you know what will kill you quicker mm. than six shots from John Gotti's friend's guns? Mm. Resentment. Clearly you resent Joe Murray, yes. Eric Adams, yes. the Carone brothers. Yes. This is not you know healthy why, for you. You know why I resent Eric Adams? Look at what he's done to our city, right? If you're an illegal alien, you get everything. If you're a citizen paying your taxes, working your job, you get Ugats, you get Bupkis. Look at all of our own homeless people. I last night I was on the A train. The A train coming from where? Mott Avenue, Far Rockaway. Do you know how many homeless people were in that A train? And I had to hold my nose. The stench was overwhelming. And I actually thought yesterday that uh, there are going to be days when the ferry... Going back home, because I'll do that again now. Yes. Here we go again. Yes. They shut it down if it's windy, if the, if the seas are a bit rough. And I thought about taking the A train instead of spending 130 bucks please, on an Uber. Please do. I've never taken the A train. Oh, I will, I will accompany you. Is it that bad? Uh, oh, my God. Lewis. Let me it's get Lewis. Hot, oh, yeah, Lewis, right. He, he doesn't take, he he does does. Not take the A train. His car breaks down a lot. And Louis. dreadful. How it's bad is dreadful. it? Dreadful. Curtis contends it's, like, really, really bad. Is it that bad? Yes, it's terrible. Is it's, it worse, Curtis, than the three train to Livonia yes. Street? Yeah, it's worse. No, it's not. The A train now is the worst subway in the system. Worse. Worse than the L train? Worse. There's so many homeless people emotionally disturbed. Plus, you're stuck. Once you leave Howard Beach Station and it goes slow towards Broad Channel, you know, then all these guys come up to you and they say, well, that, that's a nice Joseph Abood uh, jacket you oh got my on God. there. And then they say, well, what's in your pocket? Uh, that, or that watch. Boy, that watch would look real good on me. By the time you get to Broad Channel, the smell in that car from you having an X-Lax attack because they're doing a clockwork orange on you is so intense, even they run out of the car. Clockwork orange. So, and the last stop happens to be my The Last Stop Diner. Where we go Well, well that's if you go to Rockaway. Yeah, right. You're taking you're the, the shuttle. Other way. Right. You're going the other no, way. No, no, no. We're going to Mott Avenue. Come on, man. Let's now, what go happens where the homies on, are. Well, what, what happens on Mott Avenue exactly? Oh, man. They got a precinct right there. But forget the precinct. They're, they're locked in, man. They ain't coming out because they can't do anything. They can't put their hands on anybody. They can't arrest anybody. And that leads me into the promos you play. By the way, I was in here on an emergency situation Friday morning. And Lou is very helpful. Your crew, Justin Alec, very helpful. I never heard so many promos in my life. It was promo hell. I asked Lou, I said, when are we getting back to programming? Do I need to hear every show, every podcast that has ever existed at WABC on the number one rated program in the nation? 
You got a 7.3. Imagine if yes. they took all that clutter out. <laughs> Why? People were going to pull over on the road. Oh, I want to write Dominic Carter. So let me write down this. How ridiculous is this? You know, I I told you that Bill O'Reilly was the first to say it to me. Way too much. He's like, just get back to Sid. We know what time Reed is on. We know what time Dominic is on. Let me tell you something. Something happened in the last month. Because you know me. I got an ear for this station. You're a great radio guy. Something happened. Commercials, yes. Without commercials, no Tiki, no washing. Oh, we right. Exactly. A lot of commercials is good. That means job security. Right. You got no commercials. Guess what? We're all hanging wallpapers somewhere (laughs) out there in Far Rockaway in the projects, right? In Redford, in Edgemere, in Auburn. But I want to tell you about Frank Marano. You kiss him up and down. You lick his face. He's tremendous, no? He's, you he, he, you heard that promo. He's talking about vigilanteism, citizens arrest. I did. Hear that. I was sitting right in the newsroom net. The number one vigilante in the world. They did a documentary about me. Vigilante. I've made hundreds of citizens arrest. And he's musing on and on about, well, what do you do with a citizen arrest? He's so pretentious. He's so obstinate. Now, call me in. Ask me about it. I've lectured on this at Stanford and Harvard and Brown University. But I'm sure he did call you in. No, he didn't. Oh, stop it. No, 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 Frank. Let me tell you something. People will call him up and ask him problems with their cats. You know, their four-legged cats. Instead of referring them to Nancy, my wife, who is the expert, and he hates cats. The only reason he has cats is because of his wife, Rachel. He's a dog guy. He's giving advice, like, out of his talkers. So what is up with this guy? So what angered you more, that he gave advice on cats or that he completely ignored you as, like you said, oh. the number one vigilante Oh, my ever. God. They've done documentaries. Right. I get asked about yes. citizens' arrest. Isn't, they, isn't it true when they made the uh, those movies that you were the guy that actually hung out with Charles Bronson and explained to him what it's like in real life? No. Is that true? No, no. They didn't, they didn't refer okay. to me. But uh, I, right. I will tell you this. There's this guy, State Senator Generis, right, over in Astoria, passed this bill to ban citizens' arrest. Hey, pal. Let me debate you one-on-one. He's a Harvard graduate, right? He wears those, you know, those Harvard lawyerly kind of suits that your friend Frank Carone uh, wears. I'll debate him one-on-one. There's nobody who knows more about chokeholds, headlocks, half-Nelsons, full-Nelsons, and holding somebody down until the police arrive. And let me tell you the other thing. Yesterday, I'm watching your mayor with his $5,000 customized suit, and all of a sudden, he's got all these markers, all these religious figures. Oh, they're going to take in homeless, uh, illegal aliens for $125 a day per person in a house of uh, worship. I'm looking in the crowd. I'm saying, where's Rabbi Joe Potashnik of the Congregation Mount Sinai in Brooklyn Heights? Hey, Rabbi, where are you? Hey, Reverend A.R. Bernard, you got 5,000 in your auditorium that you never invited me to, a mega church, right there in Canarsie, on Flatlands in Pennsylvania. Remember the chop shops that used to be there? There's dead bodies underneath his foundation (laughs) that he's not aware of. It's half the size of Madison Square Garden. You can't take in 11 or 12 12 of the illegal aliens, and $65 a day if you keep them in your house. $65 a day. Let me warn you, though, if they're there 30 days, they become a resident. That means you got to go to tenant and landlord court to evict them. Did Eric Adams tell you that? No. Of course not. No. Because no. then he's yeah. going to say, well, that's your problem. Go to tenant <laughs> landlord court. Yeah. Your first appointment two years from now. Just ask landlords how long it takes to get a deadbeat out of an apartment that is a citizen. You know how long it's going to 
candidates. Oh, I'm an asylum seeker. You know, I'm waiting for my federal hearing 13 years from now. But I haven't fi- filled out my paperwork yet. But Eric Adams, he's going to rush to us, and he's going to give us language services, and he's going to educate our children. Hold on. Educate your children. Ask Peter King, who has his lips hermetically sealed on Eric Adams' backside, the Eric Adams Republican. 70% of the property tax in Nassau and Suffolk goes to schools. So now all of a sudden you pay all these property taxes, the greatest and largest in the nation, and Eric Adams wants to accept all these illegal aliens, accept them in. They have anchor babies. They pop them out right here in USA, and that's it. You can't get rid of them after that. No, no, no. My baby is an American citizen. I can't believe you got Joe Potashnik. Never had me during the campaign on his show. A.R. Bernard never had me. They were kissing Eric Adams' us. How come they're not taking in any illegal aliens? And by the way, Peter King, you got space in your heart, your, your house. Uh, in fact, his grandson was here yesterday with him. He said, Curtis Lee would speak truth. And uh, Peter King was like, stunned. You're turning on me? He said, that's right, because he knows the real deal. I'm calling out Eric Adams. Hey, Gracie Mansion is empty. He doesn't spend the nights there. He spends it in the Trump Tower, 90 stories across from the United Nations with the Petrosian boys, right? Everybody knows that. So give up Gracie Mansion. Do as I say. Do as I do. But now they're all sanctimonious, hypocrites, fake, phony, fraudulent, fugaces. Rabbi Joe Potasnik, A.R. Bernard, Frank Caron, Anthony Caron, and the biggest hypocrite of all, Eric Adams, with the four-story brownstone on Lafayette Avenue that has rats in the basement. The basement is empty. The top floor is empty. Put your freaking illegal aliens there.